continue worshiping together today, siblings, I invite you to turn in your Bibles or Bible apps to the first letter to the Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, beginning in the first verse. Let us receive together the word of God. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them, as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for our helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. Receive what the Spirit is saying. Thanks be to God. Amen. Good morning and welcome to those just joining us. You'll find links for fully engaging in our service in the Facebook and YouTube comments or on our website at foundryumc.org. If you are in need of ASL interpretation, you'll find that info on foundryumc.org slash ASL. Let's pray, shall we? God, we pray now for your wisdom, your revelation, and your hope. Amen. She stumbled her way through the unenchanted forest with just a map and a fanciful dream. She didn't at all find herself enchanted by the reverberating tree chorus or the soft babbling stream. She kept her head up and on a swivel, on guard. As her armor clanked, she was reminded of the uncivil. It was the hardest to forget that part. She looked down to see that the trodden path was close to being swallowed by the brush. Just a little bit further to go. A turn here, a twist there. No need to rush. Only it felt like a race, antagonized by looming darkness to arrive at peace, salvation for her life at too fast a pace. She wrestled with the pain that was much too embedded in every cell to release. Her head turned up again, just before a tree collision, 
She kicked it in anger and consternation. It was so unapologetically big that it blocked her vision. Who does this tree think it is taking up so much space? She wondered what it must have felt like, you know, to be so firmly rooted in place. Take a break, she heard the forest floor whisper, something to consider on account of the indefatigable mind sparring and the fact that her heel was beginning to blister. No, push through, she thought, don't quit. This kingdom called peace is at the end of this map that I brought, and this isn't it. She kept her eyes on the prize, so to speak. There was a course laid out before her. She continued to strive and vehemently refused to appear weak. Only she realized that she hadn't moved, still face to face with the big tree. Who was she kidding? What was she trying to prove that she was somehow free? She plopped down at its base, took off her armor, pulled her knees to her chest and with her hands, she buried her face. The forest hummed and rocked and lulled and as she felt herself begin to drift an inevitable jolt, this isn't going to work, she groaned. She lifted her head once more, put on her armor and journeyed back out into the dark, ignoring the whispers of the forest floor. She felt lost, certainly not found, as she gazed into the never-ending scape. And with each nightingale tweet, her heart began to pound, a reminder to fear her escape. Shake it off. Going back was not an option. In her rear view, a kingdom standing proud, all drunk from the same toxin, stabbings in the street, a mobbing and delusional crowd, egomania, narcissism, and gasoline, a potent concoction. Security was a funny name for a kingdom of oppression and violence with a dialect of fear. She traversed through the night with caution, and eventually the forest began to clear. The new light of day started to spread out. She gasped. Dejected, her eyes landed on a familiar sight. Had she somehow gotten turned around? Maybe she could tell if it wasn't so bright. No, it must be. I followed this map exactly right. Resigned, she traced it with her wet eyes and made mental notes. Built of the same stone, same gargantuan size, perhaps maybe a less ostentatious throne, but strikingly similar otherwise. This was supposed to be the prize? This can't be the kingdom of peace. I didn't come all this way to be starved at the same feast. She fell down to her knees, 
a revelation of a futile attempt to escape this formidable beast. She shook her fists at the sky. You promised this was it. You gave me this map. Why? You told me I would be safe here and I'm not one bit. She crumbled into a cascading cry. Then she heard a faint whisper. Up here. She lifted her head. Uh Uh-uh said the voice. This time I'm going to need your heart instead. Deep breath. She loosened her shoulders and opened her chest. Felt zap after zap. The painful etching of a new map. When the light released her, she turned back toward the forest, this time noticing how very enchanted it was, the trees breathing as they swayed. She must have missed that part, and she ran with reckless abandon toward something new, her arms spread apart. And once embraced by the strength of the rooted trunks and the magic of life that was echoing all around her, she felt safe to meander about in her salvation. That sweet cypress fragrance and the water wrapping against the stones invited her into this intoxicating dance of faith. Her heart and the whimsical, messy melody settled into the same tone. Ah, yes, her divinely entangled fate. Soon the darkness began to creep in and she decided at this time to look directly into it, a gaping invitation to the unknown. Where is my heart taking me, she wondered. It was dark and scary and she started to falter, a place called awakening, the forest thundered, a place where the rocks of the river form an altar. Deeper into the unknown she went until she couldn't go anymore, too tired to figure out what this all meant. Take a break, whispered the forest floor. Illusory peace and security, nowhere to be seen. She sat down to rest again up against a tree, audaciously big, she thought. She pulled her knees to her chest, buried her face in her hands, and wondered what it must feel like to be that free. And then she spotted it, a small, almost unsuitable starry gleam. It became so bright that she awoke from her long and arduous dream. She yawned and she stretched. She loosened her shoulders and she opened her chest. Ow. Her heart ached. How could that be if she wasn't yet awake? Unless she brushed herself off 
Part she headed to the river for a quaff. The star gave light to the dark path as she approached. She noticed a pile of stones inviting her into the bath. For a while, she played in the water like she did as a girl. Then she surrendered and let the water toss her about in its whirl. As she melted away, she heard a voice whisper. Remember, you're a person of the water. And here in this altar bath, you're not just anyone. You're my beloved daughter. The water healed her heart scars, and the sun was starting to scare away the glistening stars. In the light of the new day, she danced about in the peace and security of being known, of being held, of belonging, of the love she had been shown, of the freedom she felt, her heart still throbbing here, in the in-between, perhaps this is a kingdom without a king, she mused. Perhaps it's just a kingdom without a G. Yes, a kingdom is on the loose. And now she doesn't have to wonder how it feels to be that free. An enchanted escape doesn't have to be her final destiny, but she can never now unsee awakening. It's a reacquainting place for when the empire starts to get the best of me, an invitation to grow up and to grow down, to hold steady in the blustery imperial winds, to remain grounded in the earth matter, to give boundless hope, much to our chagrin, to silence the hollow and dusty chatter, to remember that we are water people, that salvation is something for us to meander about in, that empires are not innately peaceful, but we are. Awakening is the place of incarnation and the resurrection and everything unseen. It holds more questions than answers and gives space to the unknown and guttural shouts of what could this possibly mean? If only we can remember what we've been shown, we can help others be more free. Our destinations aren't mirages of peace and security promised by new regimes. Our destinations aren't mirages of peace and security promised by new regimes. In fact, it's not the destination at all. It's all in the dream. Awakening. Now I see. You and I aren't meant to be in separate kingdoms. We're not meant to be ripped apart. And so she ran with reckless abandon, following the map to awakening that had been painfully etched on her heart. Let's pray. God, for assurance of peace and security in the belovedness of our baptismal identity, we pray. Awaken us to ourselves and to faith, hope, and plentiful love. Remind us that we've been given armor and not a weapon. 
Help us to heed the tiny whispers of spirit that invite us into rest. And open our hearts that we may know more intimately how to be human together in this cosmic accident. Remind us that we are water people baptized in the sacred river and that we've been splashing around in salvation from the beginning. Remind us that it's in the unknown that we become known. Help us recommit to the vocation of peace building rather than recruitment. And hold us, call us beloved, dance with us, waft sweet smells under our noses and mop up the spillage of our hearts. Every day when we wake up, give us a fresh start. In the name of life abundant, we pray together. Amen. Amen.